read by Randy presents The Body by Stephen King. The train was really loud now, probably headed straight up our side of the river toward Lewiston. Instead of jumping, Teddy turned in the direction in which it was coming. His thick glasses glittered in the sun. His long hair flopped untidily over his brow and sweat-soaked stringers. Go on, Teddy, I said. No, uh-uh, I'm gonna dodge it. He looked at me, his magnified eyes frantic with excitement. A train dodge, dig it! What's trucks after a fucking train dodge? You're crazy, man, you wanna get killed? Just like the beaches in Normandy, Teddy yelled, and strode out into the middle of the tracks. <laughs> Hey, everybody, that's what you want. Uh, no, uh, we're taking that out. All right. This is going to be a off the rails All one. All right, here we go. Yeah. Hey, everybody, welcome to Tales from the Kayfabe. My name's Kevin. My name's Jack. I'm Matt. Yes, and, and we are talking about WrestleMania 7 today. Ooh, oh, yes. I forgot what number we were on. We're on 7. All I just right. told you. I forgot. How does this work? Are the odds always the crap ones well, or the even ones we always switched. the crap ones? We switched. Oh. Around six, it just switches. Oh, okay. Because six pretty solid. Yeah. Six is pretty solid. We didn't have much bad things to say about um, it. Seven gets weird. All right. Eight, I don't know too much about, so we'll find Figure it. that out I, next week. I know week. one thing, but yeah, we'll figure that out next time. Who's who's singing the national anthem in this All right, one? let's start. Let's just start off. Uh, to, Okay, so... Uh, yeah, I'll get to all of this later. Uh, a very good, uh, a very good singer. What? Willie Nelson is oh, singing oh, nice. "America the Beautiful." He showed up. Very cool. He showed up. He. W- it is very common for him to get too high and not do shows. <laughs> he did look. He did look a little high. Like it, he, he did look not a little. He looked high because like there was one part where he just like kind of stared off into the ground. And then just started singing. Like, this is like a split second. I used to, whenever I was in college, I worked at our like convention center, and he, I think it was like Easter weekend, he came, and there were people coming up to the window during the day before the concert. It was like, is Willie here yet? Because <laughs> we want to know if the concert's still on or not. Yeah. Oh, because he will just get too high, or like. He'll get stopped by TSA and not make it to the next city. That's what happened when I tried to go see Afro Man. Oh, really? Yeah. And I mean, the guy sings about getting too high and not playing shows. And that's exactly what happened. Like, we were there. His openers were there. His manager was there. Everyone was there. And then they're just like, sorry. Oh, no. Afro Man's not here. He got too high. He got too high. All right. So... He does very good at singing that, by the way. So then uh, we bring on uh, the commentator, Gorilla Monsoon, is not with Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura, I don't think, is a commentator anymore Hmm. uh, after the last WrestleMania. So they bring on a guest commentator for right now, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, nice. (laughs) He (laughs) He is dressed as Uncle Sam. Of with, course. With a two by four and an American flag. Perfect. And he mm-hmm. and Wait, is the American flag on the end of the two by four? No, that'd be amazing. <laughs> um <laughs> That'd be awesome. So uh, is he is he just sitting at the commentary? Yeah, he's just table he's dressed just as <laughs> Uncle Sam just sitting at the is, commentary. Where are, is they there, they do bring him out with music. Are and they Ooh. Are they like in DC or something? Oh, or why? They, oh my god. Why is it like super oh my American? God. Okay, so I, that's why I said I was going to talk later about this, but he, we'll just go and do a little bit about this now. Uh, one, The main event angle is very patriotic and very controversial. Okay. We are at the... Uh, oh, God. It was supposed to be the L.A. Coliseum. Right. They said and it they, so many times. They said it a ton of times in the last... And now I think it's like the L.A. Sports Center. You might want to look that up, but it's like the... It, it's, it's a much smaller venue. Okay. It's where they normally go. I think it's in LA. That's where they're at. But it's like the LA Sports Center or Sports Arena. And it's a much smaller venue. We will get into why later on. Because there is a reason why 
it's not at the LA Coliseum, and our main event has a lot to do with it. Ooh. Uh, so that that well, saving that for later, and I'm bringing back the uh, I'm bringing back Dave Meltzer's uh, reviews from the last one. <laughs> okay. Uh, and there's there's a new review that I didn't see on the last one that it's pretty interesting, and we'll get there when we get there. First match with Hacksaw Jim Duggan on commentary. Haku and the Barbarian with Bobby the Brain Heenan. Ooh. Uh, who's, who's, who's Heenan repping? Who's he Haku managing? and the ba- Barbarian. Oh, it's a, tag. Tag. it's a tag team. Okay. Tag team. And then Bobby. Versus the, yeah. the Rockers, which is Marty Jannetty and uh, Shawn Michaels. Okay. Uh, the Rockers look like they are ne- they, they like a neon leopard puked on them. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> a neon re- leopard? Yeah, you, yeah. It looks like. Oh, a okay, no, I get it. Ghoulish green <laughs> neon a, leopard. That's a visual. Just that threw up really, on them, and they're just drenching in it. Like, you're ugh. just you're painting a word picture. Yeah. It was, what did what what did, what was his last meal that he threw up on them? Oh, like he ate a goblin. Like it, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> uh, he's he ate, goblin goblin. I think he he's ate goblin Slimer. goblins. He ate Slimer from Ghostbusters. Um, okay, so uh, this is a good match. They do a bunch of double super kicks. Uh, Marty Jannetty and Shawn Michaels. That is uh, typical small guy style with the match. And Haku and the Barbarian are both big guys. Right. Uh, Haku uh, uh, does some backbreakers. Uh, I say good match. Barbarian does a standing bear hug on Janetti, docking, and uh, <laughs> was this the one that you were like? They both do this. There's a lot? two. There's there, two. There's another one, and ah. I don't know if I wrote that one down. There's, but like, it's a lot of docking in this. Normally, a bear hug, from what I've seen, is they actually lift the guy up, and it's kind of like the guy's in air, and he, they're just hugging him real hard. But like right. this one, it's just standing on the ground. Sta- yeah, but they're just hugging. It looks like. <laughs> It's a real tender moment. They're whispering to each other. (laughs) Hi. Hi. What are you doing after the show? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, though, that's not a bad time, like, to kind of talk out the next spots. Yeah. Like with, yeah, with I'm sure. Opponent. I'm sure that's what they uh, like. When whenever you see a headlock, right. that's what's going on. They're they're talking. Okay, drop down off the ropes. Blah blah blah. Uh, that's what they're doing. So this match, uh, I thought it was a good match. Without seeing the reviews, uh, I would probably given it three stars. It got three and a half. So oh, nice, hey, good hey. match. I uh, like that we're now just using this. I like it. Yeah, I think I it like feels you, nice. Brandon. Da- yeah, Dave Meltzer, uh, he's well-respected uh, wrestling journalist, and he uh, he reviews all of these. He has some crazy reviews sometimes where you're like, oh, that should have been five stars. He's got a real thing against WWE. He doesn't like giving them, <laughs> he doesn't like giving them uh, big star matches. There is a four-and-a-quarter star match coming up in here, which nice. is rare for the WWE. Yeah. But I, I just want to say thank you to Brandon for bringing yeah. Dave you, Meltzer Brandon. to the podcast. And thank you, Dave thank Meltzer, Brandon. for doing some of the work for, for us. Doing God's work. <laughs> um, so, so uh, yes. So here, here's, here's what I have. Here's what I have, everybody. Okay. Uh, that match ends with the Rockers both doing uh, kicks from the top onto Haku for the pin. And poor they went Haku. poor Haku. They win the match. We cut to, uh, oh here, okay. We cut to an interview uh, from Mean Gene with three celebrities. What? Uh, here are the three celebrities we will use throughout the entire fucking show. Ooh. Uh, we have Regis Philbin. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have Alex Trebek. Ooh. Okay. Okay. There's a theme. Well, not well, anymore. Not yeah, it's about it's about to go off the rails. Right. Okay. Well, we, Regis wasn't a host of. A he thing was, yet. Yeah, he was. In what ninety? Yeah. This, no, this is like ninety dude. Uh, Regis and Kathy. Yeah, Regis. And Kathy. No, I was talking about game shows. Oh, okay. You just said a host of anything. That's not right. Yeah. Uh, he, you're he right. Did, he, he was. 
He probably wasn't. He probably had well, some what? under this his belt. Well, because what? This would have been 90, yeah. 91. It was early 2000 where he did million yeah. dollars. Yeah, but he, he honestly, something. there's someone out there like, he did episodes of Match 24 or whatever. Yeah, like, probably. Like, he who's, probably had one. Who's, who's, the, who's, who's the, the third? Breaker. Who's, who's, who's the, the breaker? Combo breaker. Uh, Marla Maples. Wait, have we talked about her? No, but she uh, was dating Trump at the time. Oh, that's why I yes. know her name. She, she yeah. is actually his second wife. Okay. Um, All right. And I'll just point this out because you don't see Trump in the front row on the first scene or on the first couple matches. You see an empty seat. He's not there. He's just, oh. he's not there. You don't see him until uh, like almost intermission. <laughs> Like, but then after that, he's there. But like, uh, then Marla Maples, uh, that's kind of how she got this gig. Uh, I'm trying to find what she was kind of like. It sounds like she was like a Miss USA, Miss whatever before that. She didn't have a whole lot of other like hosting stuff going on. So I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, like the first thing of outside of contests and modeling is. When you go to her like filmography, it's WrestleMania seven. <laughs> right, that's the okay. first one. That's yeah. the first thing. That they... I mean, she did go on to kind of like mm-hmm. do some hosting for some stuff, but yeah, Man, that's yeah. crazy. This was the springboard of her her yeah this professional career. Apparently, she was in an episode of Fresh Prince. Oh, that would have been in ninety four. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, literally like her first thing acting wise was WrestleMania seven. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so she's the locker room reporter. Ooh, that's okay. what they said she'll be doing. And then Alex, uh, Alex Trebek calls uh, mean Gene Okerlund, Jim Okerlund. Uh, <laughs> hey Jim. Hey, does hey, a bunch of weird quick question bits. for you. Who is Jim Okerlund? That's kind of what. <laughs> that's kind of what was going on. Just weird bits, weird bit. Like who is and like, who is the main event? And he's like, uh, like the main event of WrestleMania. And he's like, well, that's it. You have to answer the form of a question. And like, well, who is like? It was just dumb. Anyway, okay. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan was just there because. Uh, Bobby Heenan is basically the main commentator. Mm. He's on commentate. He's a commentator with Gorilla Monsoon, and he's great as always. Yeah. Uh, he so really, basically, so basically, Hacksaw is just talking to his his wood. Yeah, he's just time. talking. Hey, buddy, we'll get him next year. We're gonna be. <laughs> we're gonna main event this. You and me, Planky. You me. You and me, Planky. Uh, next, we have Dino Bravo versus uh, the Texas Tornado. Aka one of the Von Erics. Okay. Uh, if you want to look up that they're, I think everyone, I don't. Want I think, are yeah. they dead? I think everyone's dead in this. Oh, good. The Von Erics, I, I think are all. Dead. I took There's so three many of notes them. They're all last dead. Episode about are they dead? I'm kind of retiring. Are they dead? For are now. Are they dead? Is dead. Are oh, they dead? For is, now. It's dead. It's uh, it's an okay match. Not a lot happens. Oh, uh, Texas Tornado died in 1990. No, <laughs> what? <laughs> they died in 1993. Was it suicide? I think uh, it was suicide. I have no idea. I'm just reading. I'm just reading the quick thing that pops up on Google. Uh, I'm not. I'm not getting deep into this. Okay. <laughs> um. Not much happens in this match. It's just. It's just to get over uh, Von Eric Texas Tornado, and uh, he does a cool finishing move called the Tornado. <laughs> The spinning tornado, uh, spinning clothesline. Basically, oh. it's pretty cool looking. Is uh, it? Is it? Uh, is it an in-air thing or no? Is it it's like... uh, bounce a guy off the rope. Yeah, he kind of does a spinning flying one. It, it's pretty neat. Um, that lasts three and a half minutes. By the way, this this site also has how long the matches are too. Ooh, three and a, three. Oh, I'm sorry, three minutes. It's three eleven. Jump right in, and it's uh. <laughs> It's three fourths of one star. <laughs> they gave this match. Okay, I'd agree. It's just it's a squash match. Yeah. There's not much here. Three four. He's brutal. Three fourths of one star. All right. So uh, next match, we go to Warlord with uh, Slick. 
his manager Slick. Okay. We've talked about him. Versus Davy Boy Smith with Matilda the dog. Uh, Davy Boy Smith <laughs> is now just going as the British Bulldog. I think uh, his other guy, uh, Dynamite Kid, did too many drugs and got kicked out. <laughs> it's the rub on Dynamite Kid. and uh, oh. Or he's dead at the time. Or he's dead. Uh, one of those. Uh, so... They bring the dog out, obviously, because people love the dog. Warlord is ma- is wearing a mask, much like the Phantom of the Opera, <laughs> but it's like over like mo- like the top half of his face, and it's got a little lightning bolt, and it's like chromed out. It's weird. He takes it so off of the ring. Is yes, this- Matilda's a little like bulldog. She's a bulldog. We've talked about Matilda Matilda's before. Bulldog. I don't remember that. Oh, I remember. Yeah. I remember most the, dogs. Yeah, we we talked about it. The episode with Darch and Listen, she, I don't. Okay. For, I don't forget. Hey, that that's why I haven't heard. Oh yeah. Okay. So Matilda is the British. <laughs> the British bulldog. Hold on. We're a tag do you team. not listen to episodes. You're no, not. He on. doesn't. I don't. I don't. I don't listen to anything ever. <laughs> I just. I. I only read lips. You guys. You don't know I'm deaf. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> It's very not true. Oh, sad. All right. So basically, this match is just two big guys, a lot of shoulder tackles, big powerhouse moves uh, from Warlord. Uh, I think it's a good match. Crowd gets, uh, did, crowd goes crazy. Yes. Real important question. Yes. Did the Warlord have his beard at the time? He did. I think. Okay. He's got a nice beard. Yeah. He He's did. a very thick and luscious beard. Wait. Hold on. Let me see what you're looking at. Am I looking at a different guy? No, that was it. That was it. That was it. Yeah, it looks like it looks like a push broom. Uh, day. <laughs> uh, push broom beard. Push broom beard. Davy goes does his finisher and gets the pin. I think there's another uh, weird hug in this one too. I think that was the other one. Aww. I didn't write it down, but I'm pretty Snuggles. sure. We're having some snuggle time. Whisper things to me. <laughs> uh, this match got two and a half stars. Aw, I'd agree with that. I'd agree. How with long that. to go? How long did the match go? Oh, like, that match went. Hold on, let me pull it up. How? I need to know. I need to know how. Yeah, how, that how eight eight fifteen. Wait, the last match three eleven. Wow, you got you got more match for less bang for your buck though. That that's sad. They got two stars for eight minutes. The last one got three stars for three minutes. No, the last one got three fourths of one star. Oh, I'm not paying attention. Of one star, it didn't even get a full star. I'm not. I'm not. He wasn't currently reading your lips when you said. Uh, Read my lips. No new taxes. Oh, Mm. George Bush the first. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right, so we go to a uh, uh, tag team championship. Ooh. Uh, the Nasty Boys. Nasty. I don't think we've talked about them. <laughs> I remember them a you little You might bit. not want to. <laughs> I uh, kind of remember them a little The bit. Nasty Boys with Jimmy Hart uh, versus the Hart Foundation. Uh, the Nasty Boys, I forget one. The other one is Terry Nobbs. I know him more from uh, Hogan's reality show that he had, Hogan Knows Best. And Nobbs was just this guy that was, like, trying to babysit one time. And, like, uh, Hogan's son was just, like, terrorizing him. And he was like, damn it, Nick, get back here. (laughs) It was pretty funny. Uh, But, yes, Nasty Boys. And apparently they're still making their way through the indies, too, which is real weird. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) uh, the Nasty Boys versus uh, uh, the Hart Foundation – for the tag team championship, uh, Macaulay Culkin is sitting front Wait, row. Wait, why? 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 He's sitting front why? row. Uh, oh, here, I'm going to bring this. Did he get lost in Los Angeles? Yeah. Oh. He starts screaming. Did they rename, ah! did they rename it Lost Angeles? Oh. Um, hey, this is oh. weird. I have a I, new Home Alone movie pitch for you guys. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. Go Let's ahead. hear this. Let's hear this. It's literally the plot of Home Alone 2. Uh-huh. It's just Los Angeles, but it's called Home Alone, what, are they on 6? Lost Angeles. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. This is, okay, here's my plot for Macaulay okay. Culkin, all right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. No, and it's Macaulay Culkin, and he's 30. And he's 30. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I have something to add to this. Okay, go, go for it. Go for uh, it. So, it's weird that we bring this up. Because just last Thursday, Macaulay Culkin made his wrestling debut. What? what? No. Uh, Freaking way. 
Now, by wrestling, he did a celebrity spot, but... Uh, okay. Well, no, that's his celebrity spot debut. No, yeah. he's just sitting in the crowd. Oh, he's just there. He's just there. He's sitting in the crowd. I mean, like, wrestling's... Michael really Jackson buy him a ticket? What happened? Probably. Okay. Um, but this is what happened uh, last Thursday as we record this podcast, so a couple weeks ago. Uh, uh, he was invited to... They call it bar wrestling in L.A. It's some promotion, and... Uh, so basically this guy uh basically he joins Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae the world's cutest tag team uh joins them as they fight I forget one of the guys the other guy is Hornswoggle okay okay and he <laughs> runs out during the match as Joey and uh and Candice are like almost passed out or whatever can't continue on they're the good guys in this and he starts uh throwing buckets of golf balls into the ring so hornswoggle falls and trips on him oh my god and then it really is los angeles yeah and then (laughs) the match ends when he hits hornswoggle with a can of paint (laughs) oh all right he does. A, he does the whole home alone. Yeah, whole I know. Home. And now there might be more because uh, the next day, and even TMZ uh, picked this up. Uh, Hornswoggle released a video calling him out, like Macaulay Culkin. You want to get in here? You already had big bombs with Page Master. You want to try this? <laughs> He's like, anytime, anywhere, Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> anytime, anywhere. Uh, so we might see a Macaulay Culkin Hornswoggle. I match. really want. I really want now a Home Alone movie where it's Macaulay Culkin. He's whatever thirty-two or whatever he is, and, and the bad just... guy is Hornswoggle. No, 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 no. He's just Home Alone, and it's just like a Thursday night, and he's watching just... Netflix. He's or watching something. Netflix, doing whatever <laughs> drugs he does. Uh, no, I want him to, to actually relax. do all this stuff. He's like ordering room service. Everyone's ordering room service, doing all this stuff, like spending all this money, and people are like, we don't care. Right. This is your house. What? <laughs> You're an adult. I. What, what do you want me to do? He's just, he literally like he's there, making there, mannequins. There and are robbers. Traps. There yeah. are burglars. But like his ring home security system scares them off. Yeah, he's hiring people to break into his house so someone will hang out with him. <laughs> so <laughs> I'd hang out with Macaulay Culkin. I would. Uh, so uh, moving on, uh, crowd is really loud during this match. They. Uh, they're really digging it. Nasty boys have uh, some nasty-looking mullets. Uh, <laughs> match is moving quickly and mostly with the Heart Foundation domi- dominating. Tables turn. Uh, nasty boys get the advantage. Uh, and then Bret Hart does some awesome work when Nightheart gets the tag and just starts dominating. Jim Hart, uh, Jimmy Hart, not part of the Heart Foundation. Oh, uh, he's the Nasty Boys manager. Right, starts getting involved. Uh, and then they get the pin, basically. The Nasty Boys, you know. The, oh, yeah. Jimmy Hart throws his megaphone. He has a megaphone. Yeah. He throws it into the ring. And uh, when the ref isn't looking, the Nasty Boys hit uh, Nightheart with it. And that's it. Interesting fact about this. So, and, so Nasty Boys win. Yeah, Nasty Boys win. Yeah, Interesting fact. This is uh, Nightheart... Uh, this is his last WrestleMania. Even though he has been with the he was with the company through the next three WrestleManias, he didn't make an appearance. Same thing with Marty Jannetty, uh, who is uh, Shawn Michaels' uh, okay tag team partner. Why was both those tag teams kind of split after this, and they went to single careers. And uh, the other two people in the, both those tag teams went on to superstardom, and the others just kind of didn't. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, but yes. Uh, d- d- oh, ooh, what, what was the rating on yeah, that one? I'm I need the rating. Just, hey, hey, don't, just don't calm the fuck down. No, you press those buttons. You press those buttons and give me the rating. Uh, that was twelve minutes ten seconds, yes. and it was three and a half stars. Oh, hey, not bad, not bad, not bad. Next, we have uh, Jake the Snake versus Rick the Model Martell. Uh, there's a little bit of a story behind this, and there was a stipulation to this match. Okay. Uh, so Jake the was Snake was it no snakes? No, <laughs> that wasn't it. Jake the Snake was on the Brother Love Show uh, when. Uh, Rick the Model Martell sprayed him 
in the face with his uh, cologne that's named Arrogance. Ooh. Uh, he sprayed him in the face, blinding Jake for more than a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> For a while. For a while. He, he was blind for a while. Uh, they even gave him a color eye contact in one eye, so it was just all white. <laughs> that is great. Uh, yeah, and he kept trying to, like, attack him, but he, like, couldn't see him. <laughs> like, he was doing runouts and, like, couldn't really see what he was doing. Uh, then Jake the Snake has a promo saying, A man only has five senses, but a snake has six Snakes work much better in the dark. <laughs> the stipulation to this match yeah. is that both men are blindfolded. Oh, my God. Uh, they, with, like, bags over their head. What? Okay. It's real weird. Okay. The bags kind of have air holes, but, like, you can vaguely see the air holes. But uh, they do a good... Like, it's mesh. But, like, the, they can't see, uh, so... The match starts, and they just try to start finding each other. And Rick the Model Martel's screwed because the crowd's not helping him, but Jake the Snake is just pointing in directions. The crowd's going, no, yes. Ah, that's hilarious. This is the entire fucking match. They, they probably, they kind of, like, find each other a little bit from here and there. Yeah. Like, from time to time, they find each other. It's like a game of Marco Polo, that and like they'll so find each other dumb. and then do a couple moves, and then they can't find each other. It's very weird. Uh, Jake finally wins with the DDT. And that's the match. Okay, uh, is it like a third of a star? How many? I'll I'll tell you in a second. Okay. But then need- Jake. Takes the bottle of cologne and breaks it. He takes his mask off. How is he ever going to get more cologne? Yeah. Uh, then he gets Damien out, puts it on Martel. Ooh. That's that's kind of how you thought that would end. Yeah. Uh, I think, is this one of the, oh, yes, this is this is one of the new ratings I saw. The and negative one? No, dud. Dud? <laughs> so zero stars. We're not even going to give it anything. Oh, man. Dud. He's just like, you guys didn't actually wrestle. You just played a game. You just played Marco Polo. Uh- <laughs> um, all right. So uh, we cut to Marla Maples with the Nasty Boys in the locker room. Uh, this is chaos. Is it? I'm uh, surprised. The Nasty Boys are just cheering loudly and like, like celebrating with champagne and you and Marla Maples is trying to ask questions and say something you can't understand one word she's saying and she looks so confused and they just cut the segment <laughs> you don't know what I, yeah what well, I don't know what's going on uh, so uh so so what you're saying is the nasty boys had an opportunity to cut a promo and they really just wasted it on screaming yeah, they, they, they were just like, celebrating. They were just yeah. like, okay. Uh, next is Superfly Jimmy Snuka versus the very first appearance of The Undertaker. Oh. oh yes, okay. with Paul Bearer, of course. What? How did they introduce him? Oh, in... The Undertaker. Oh, into the WWE? Yeah. Or? yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy that a guy like, who hasn't been, like amped up before like did we're oh were they doing stuff i'm to, sorry this is the first i'm sorry i'm WrestleMania sorry appearance? first wrestlemania okay. Oh, okay he uh re- uh that earlier year so i guess 1990 uh the undertaker made his uh very first appearance into the wwf uh at survivor series okay uh basically ted dibiase had a had a survivor series team and he was like oh i bought the best i could get that money can buy everyone has a price i bought the best i could get and so they're like who is it he's the biggest scary guy they i think they even leaked the name undertaker he comes so they say ladies and gentlemen the undertaker and out comes this tall guy with like creepy looking makeup uh walking with brother love at the time he walks out with them and you can see kids are scared yeah. Like, they're frightened. They don't know what's going on. And he's dominating and doing the tombstone pile driver and everything. And it, they're like, whoa, what is this? He's just making it work because instead of trying to move fast, Undertaker moved slow like like Michael Myers. He, yeah. He moved like a creepy, 
horror movie villain. Uh, <laughs> no matter so, how fast you run, the guy walking behind you will catch up. Yeah, that's kind of it. So this is the first WrestleMania, I'm sorry, first WrestleMania appearance of The Undertaker. Uh, so he just starts dominating, does his slow stuff. I think it's a good match. Undertaker, uh, yeah, he's doing his patented stuff and then uh, hits the tombstone to win. Uh, spoiler alert... For the next 20 more WrestleManias that we go through, he will win every match. Oh, man. Yes. Uh, that's So this is the beginning of the of run the streak. Yeah. That's what they just call it. Of the beginning of the streak. Uh, this gets one star. Uh, <laughs> goes four minutes, 20 seconds. Uh, yeah, I thought it was 420 good. Blaze four, it. 420 Blaze it. <laughs> Okay, the reason why that made me laugh as hard as it did is because my sister just came and hung out for like a, like a week, and it didn't matter what time it was. She would just be like, 5'11", blaze it. Like, anytime she saw a goddamn clock. <laughs> like, Are we calling out your sister on yes, this? Okay. Jackie, you're a jerk, you big jerk. Uh, your sister sounds like... An amazing person to hang out she with. She is a piece of crap. She's just Jackie. In, <laughs> she's just in your room at four o'clock yeah. in the morning. Blaze it. Yeah, four o'clock. Like, blaze it. She's like seven thirty a.m. Blaze it. It's like, god damn it! I'm gonna cover every clock in this house. Damn. All right. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Here's the thing. I love that bit because I would do that bit. But if anyone did it to me, I would hate them forever. Right? Moving on, because we're midway through and I got to get through this stuff. Uh, Macho King. <laughs> we're on a timer. We're on a timer. We're on a timer. Macho King, Randy Savage, uh, with Sensational Sherry. When did he become king? Was that last time? Uh, it was like it was like two years ago at this point, but okay. he just wrote out that character for a while. Okay. So, Macho King. Macho King. He sounds uh, like an anime character. With Queen Sensational Sherry. Uh, versus uh, Ultimate Warrior for a retirement match. Oh, oh no! The the loser must leave the WWE forever. What? WWF forever. What? Yes. I wonder which one wins. So Macho Macho King is the uh, Macho King is the heel in this. Yeah. And Ultimate Warrior is a good guy. Uh, Macho King, this the buildup was Macho King kept interfering with uh, championship matches for Ultimate Warrior. Uh, this, so yeah, career-ending match is what they call it. Uh, no, it's it's wrestling altogether. It's not just the WWF. It's it's just altogether. You're you gotta done. stop wrestling. All right. Um, the the match when the match starts beginning, they point out that Elizabeth, Miss Elizabeth, is sitting in the crowd. She's Ooh. like four rows back. She doesn't have Trump seats, but she's <laughs> she's there. Where's Macaulay Culkin? He he's does he have Trump seats? I think he's like right by the commentator, or no, he not by the commentators. He's like he's pretty close because you see him at another time, just like looking at people. Yeah, like, oh, be, what's going on? He's just high fiving people. High fiving people. Um. So, uh, Macho King and Cherry get carried out on the throne. That's pretty cool. Uh, Ultimate Warrior does not run to the ring, which is rare. Ooh. He just kind of walks out, and it's just weird. Uh, so... He learned from last time. Warrior is wearing a personalized robe that has the match on it. He's wearing knee pads. It all looks airbrushed. He's wearing knee pads... One with his face on it, one with Macho's face on it, and and uh, his trunks have a picture of the belt of the title belt on it. I don't know. This is just it made sense to him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> everything makes sense on meth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So we this is where we finally see Trump. He got to his seats finally. Oh, uh, yeah. God bless him. Uh, or. Or not. You don't have to, God. If you're listening. We're good, God. This, God, we're good. And <laughs> it's funny we bring this up because something like this happens. Actually, God, you ring. can have him. If you just want him now, that's fine. So oh. Sherry's Sherry gets involved uh, by hitting Warrior outside the ring. When he falls outside the ring, she hits him a few times. And I guess for this one, the, me the ref doesn't call it if it's outside of the ring. It's very weird. 
what they do. There's no real rules. Anyway, uh, lots of clotheslines from both people. Uh, ref gets knocked out. Sherry tries to hit Warrior with her shoe from the top rope. Uh... <laughs> But uh, hits Macho instead. Oh, I bet did it knock him straight the fuck out? Yeah, it knocks him out. <laughs> he does kick out, though. Uh, Macho keeps hitting the elbow, elbow after elbow on Warrior. And Warrior somehow kicks out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warrior does his finisher and then does his finisher on Macho. And then Macho kicks out. Now here... <laughs> Okay, I love how people react when someone kicks out, like, at two and a half seconds. Like, what? No, no, that's not... Or just get frustrated. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a couple where people, like, get scared and, like, run to the corner of the ring. This might be my favorite. Okay. Warrior then asks God, why did he do that? (laughs) Like, looks up. He's like, what? Like, and was looking at his hands. He's like, how did this happen? And then, like, looks up and, like, do you really want me to retire, God? <laughs> like, what? And, like, like starts to, like, get up. Like, really goes for it. Like, gets up while Macho's still laying there. Like, gets up and starts walking to the rope. It's like he's going to leave. And he's looking up, like, what? what do you want? And the ref's like, come on, get back in. Get back in. And he's like, God doesn't want me to. Like, <laughs> God wants me to lose. I, I like, God obviously wants me to lose. I did my finisher and everything. I did my finisher and everything, and uh, it's it's pretty amazing. Uh, so then I think Sensational Sherry hits him, and then he's back in it. He's like, "Oh fuck it, whatever." Uh, they do a cool move where uh, Randy tries to put him over the barricade. And he's gonna. Or Sherry puts him over the barricade, and Randy tries to do a top rope elbow drop on him over the barricade, like his neck's like a on okay. the barricade. And by Randy, you mean Macho Macho Man? Randy okay, Savage. Yeah, I know, I know. But you said Randy. no, just like, some like, just janitor just, Randy, just he, janitor like, Randy. <laughs> Before you, you saying Macho Man every time, and you switched right. it up to Randy. Sorry, and people, what? I get confused. He's literally been saying Macho. Like Randy, he said "savage." I said think savage. once street for to him, not He's this a, episode, but other times. But, but, but yeah, those no, are all it's all the same name. person. I'm not saying King because that would be Jerry Lawler. Um, <laughs> you said King Macho, but He's, Randy the janitor the way, is a new We won't be talking about I've... Jerry the King Lawler unless he's on commentary. He makes one WrestleMania appearance match, oh. and oh boy. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> Just want you to know that's quite a while from now. Randy, right. the janitor, is a new uh, character I'm going to start working on for sketches and good. stuff. That's good. Fair. Randy the janitor. That's Randy uh, the janitor. Oh yeah, I'll mop this floor for you. Uh huh. Um, guess right. what's in oh, my mop? Speaking bucket? of Randy, I want to point out oh, yes. something real quick. Our good, good friend Sean. Our oh my god. He, if you haven't seen the Facebook page yet, he actually did a read by Randy. And it is beautiful. I forget what he was I don't reading. Know what the book I think is. it was it. Oh, I don't know what good. the book is, but I need Sean. If you're listening, and I know you are, you're one of our like six. Please <laughs> record more. Is there a way to put that on the end of this episode? I, Read by Randy. I'll yeah. either put it on the beginning or the end of this episode. Yeah. All right, we uh, could do that. It uh, make it make more sense at the end. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm gonna put so, it right here. Put it right here. Oh, that was great. Oh, I enjoyed it so much. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, basically, uh, to, uh, okay, so uh, Warrior gets back. Uh, the barricade thing misses. Warrior gets back in the ring, does some shoulder tackles, hits Randy outside the ring, gets him back in, repeats. Hits him outside the ring, gets him back in, repeats. This uh, sounds exhausting. Yeah, he no does wonder. it a lot. Uh, this time, uh, he just Randy just falls down and he just puts his foot on him and gets the pin that way. And Macho is now retired. Oh, uh, sensational! Sherry starts attacking Macho Man Randy Savage. Okay, why we don't know, but we find out it's because uh, Elizabeth gets back in the ring. Elizabeth gets in, throws Sherry out, and then Macho gets up, and then Caesar, and they both hug. Now they've been estranged for two years, not in real life, but yeah. uh, they've been estranged story-wise for two years. 
This hug, I swear to you, people are crying in the audience. Really? People are so emotional and crying. About, about the story arc yeah, of like... Yeah, and he hugs her and then puts puts her up on his shoulders like at WrestleMania 4. Uh, and people are crying. It's very emotional. Uh, and then the thing is, whenever he was a heel, she would hold the ropes for him to get out and in. Mm-hmm. This time she does it, and he goes, no, 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 and holds the rope for her. And Aww. everyone's just like, no! Oh, this could be a Lifetime movie! Um, <laughs> all right, moving on, because uh, I want to breeze through some of this stuff. Oh, I didn't... Uh, oh, that's a four, four, four and a half star match. That's a four and a half star match? That's four and a half star match. It goes about 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, so uh, we're at intermission now. Uh, Regis does an interview with Undertaker and Paul Bearer, and all they do, they don't really answer any questions. They just start measuring him for a coffin. And, <laughs> and you just hear, Paul Bearer, Paul. Yeah. Uh, and then Alex Trebek, uh, Alex Trebek uh, interviews Ask them, Demoli- Je- ask them Jeopardy questions. Yeah, interviews Demolition Mr. Fuji. That goes whatever. Regis uh, interviews... Uh, the wrestlers Tenru and Kitao, Kenru and Kitao, and they don't understand English. Uh, and that's the whole rib. Like, he's talking to people that don't want to talk to him. And then all of a sudden, he just starts going, uh, you guys don't understand. And they're just, like, looking at him. He goes, Toyota. They go, oh, oh, yeah. Like, uh, oh, I swear. Oh, Toyota. Oh, 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 Hyundai, yeah. Oh, Ooh, racism, oh, man. Yeah. Good. Uh, and then they respond to go, Kathy Lee. And that's the end of that. Um, so, okay. So next match is Demolition with Mr. Fuji versus Tenru and Katao. Uh, match starts quick. There's not a whole lot uh, at this match. Katao has a powerbomb for the win. Uh, this probably might be another dud, I think. And it is a one-star match. Ooh. No, I'm sorry. It is a negative half a star match. Negative half a star. Minus one half star. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, uh, it's just dumb. Uh, moving on. We don't need to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> cut to Big Boss Man uh, interview, who is mad that Heenan and Mr. Perfect are talking bad about his mama. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk about my mama. Yeah. Mama. Uh, so he's going to take it out on them. Cut, cut to Mr. Perfect and Heenan, and I'm pretty sure Heenan brings up the Rodney King beatings. Oh, good. Because if you remember, Big Boss Man is a cop gimmick. Right. And he goes, here in L.A., they had a situation where justice was unseen. We're going to get our fair justice. And they're like the heels in this. I don't know why he did this. It's not a big part of yeah. it, but like it wasn't an angle of the match or anything, but he mentioned it. I'm like... Did he just bring up the... He didn't say Rodney King. He just said an incident, but I'm pretty sure that was 91. Okay. So, yeah. It was weird. The The riots were 92. I know that. But, uh, yeah, he... It, I'm just like, did he just bring that up? What the fuck? All right. Um, so, next, uh, Bossman uh, versus Mr. Perfect with Bobby the Brain, he- Bobby the Brain Heenan uh, for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Lord Alfred Hayes is on commentary now. Uh, oh, Lord in. Alfred. Yeah, we haven't heard of him in a while. What happened to the Planky? Oh, no, he was, I, I don't know, they, they were done with him. They were uh, done, huh? He was okay. just that first one. Okay, so Mr. Perfect and Bossman uh, start spitting at each other. Mm. Uh, Bossman is really throwing Perfect around a lot, and Bossman takes his belt off and starts whipping Perfect. Oh, good. Somehow that's legal. Uh Perfect eventually gets control. Uh, Bossman is getting beat. Then Andre the Giant comes out. Just comes out? Yeah, he's not even in his gear. He's just in a Okay, shirt. Like okay. He, Andre the Giant it just kind of comes out and just starts pointing. Huh. It starts going after uh, Heenan. And you see he's looking real bad. He's like, right. he's like staying next to the ring to kind of use that as balance. Uh, and he's just intimidating, and he just picks up the belt and starts walking with the intercontinental belt. <laughs> and uh, Perfect keeps trying to get it back, and he goes outside the ring. Andre hits Perfect with the belt. Uh, nice. Boston nice wakes up uh, to pin Perfect and gets 
and uh, to pin perfect, and uh, then perfect kicks out. Then the barbarian and Haku interfere. Oh man! And the match is called. Uh, Bossman wins by DQ, but does not get the belt. Does, That's so not how did that works. Andre just walk away with the belt then? Like no, he's just they, like he hit Mr. Perfect, and he's like they gave the, out. he gave the belt back, but like he just he was there. He walked uh, with uh, Bossman out, <laughs> and they you know raised each other's hands and stuff. That was the whole thing. Uh, mean Gene then interviews Trump. Not much is said. Uh, he also interviews. Other celebrities that are ring. I want ringside. you. I want to understand. I want everyone to understand. Nothing. No interviews. Compile every interview with that man. He says barely anything of substance ever in his life. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> I just breeze through this. Get that out. Um, Why have him talk? He's so useless. Also, uh, he interviews Chuck Norris. Henry Winkler and Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> like it's just like, hey, how you doing? Oh, it's a great match. Great, I love, I right. love it here. You know, one of those things. I wonder. Uh, but weird. Not weird asking bunch. him any specific no. questions that throw you off, like they did Mary yeah. Tyler Moore yeah. last time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love who's your, that. Who's your favorite wrestler? <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh huh. That one. Uh, so this match is given uh, two and a half stars. Ooh. Okay, I could see it. I could see it. Um, okay, going back, next match is Earthquake with Jimmy Hart versus Greg the Hammer Valentine. Slow start. Hammer eventually starts attacking the crotch area. Oh, that's okay. my favorite part to attack. And then Earthquake doesn't really sell it, and... Uh, Earthquake hits the finisher for the win. Uh, then hit for the win. I believe this is another dud. Ooh, because it was only yeah, it was only uh three fifth three fourteen three minutes fourteen seconds, and it is a dud of a match. Uh, so zero. We're not even gonna rate it. At least um, it's not negative. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so next match is. Power and Glory. I know nothing about these guys. With Slick versus the Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom. A.K.A. the Road Warriors. Mm. Uh, They're dressed as the Road Warriors. Yeah. Uh, they have hockey pads on mm-hmm. with, spikes with spikes coming out. Yeah, with spikes coming out of them. Uh, very quick. Ends in like... Ooh, I have the official time here. It is... Let's say seven. 59 seconds long. Oh, that's real short. It is another dud. That's How many seconds? 59. Yeah. All right. For like a tag team match. Too, yeah, it's, it's real slow. Or it, they just I think Power and Glory might be jobbers. I'm not sure. But uh, next match is Ted DiBiase versus Virgil. Uh, with, yeah, there was a split. Versus Virgil with Roddy Piper. He's on in Virgil's corner. Um, but he's not wrestling. He's just like his manager. He's he actually comes out on a crutch, <laughs> like so he can't do anything. But okay. uh, uh, an interview with Ted DiBiase. Uh, this is how we got here. Uh, Ted DiBiase uh, is getting a massage from Virgil and basically saying he'll do anything. I tell him everyone has a price. He'll do anything. He keeps humiliating. Get the toes. <laughs> Get the toes, Virgil. And then Virgil. Finally has had enough, not in that massage interview, but like, uh, but basically he, in the ring one time, he made, he was going to make him do something humiliating and he just turns, uh, and the build happens, you know, he keeps interfering, all that stuff. Uh, so like I said, Piper comes out on the crutches, uh, match starts, uh, Virgil's looking like a boxer. He's jumping around a lot. Uh, it's boring. Oh, it's a bit boring. Virgil is not a good wrestler. Uh, Roddy gets out attacked outside of the ring. Uh, by who? By Million Dollar Man. He, okay. he keeps going and attacking him. A little later, gets attacked again by Million Dollar Man, and then he gets count. And then Million Dollar Man gets counted out of the ring. Virgil wins. I think this is for the Million Dollar Championship, but nothing really happens out there. But Ted starts to choke out Virgil after the match is over. Oh, no, Virgil! Roddy starts hitting Ted. Then Sensational Sherry runs out. 
Yeah. And starts help. Yeah, because that makes sense. Yeah. And starts helping out Million Dollar Man. She's so there. now she's going to be with Million Dollar Man. That's what they're building up. Uh, okay. Vert, then those two leave, Million Dollar Man and Cherry. Virgil tells Roddy to get up, and Virgil walks out with Roddy. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's the match. I think, ooh, let's see what this is. Uh, I think this is another, nope. Oh, I missed it, I missed it, a match in here. Uh, well, it must have been real memorable then. No, no, I, <laughs> uh, it was I didn't miss a match. It was oh. it was two stars that lasted seven minutes thirty seconds. Uh, the next is where I'm not even going to go to my notes because there's not much here. Uh, the Mountie versus Tito Santana. <laughs> the Mountie. Okay. Is a gimmick of a Canadian royal Mountie. Yeah, right. yeah. Is a Mountie. He's That's a Mountie. his whole thing. So he's kind of like the Canadian big boss man. In right. Sense. Uh, Does he ride a horse? No. Not. Then he's not. Not. Well, not. A Mountie. Not to the ring, but does, he should. Does he ride a moose? I wish. Because the uh, reason this they're match, called Mounties is they're because mounted? they're mounted on horses. So that match oh. uh, went... What um, are they called if they're not Mounties? Just please? Footsies. Footsies. <laughs> I love it. That's uh, exactly this right. This is just a filler match. Lasts a minute and a half. Uh, he gave it negative... Ooh. Negative half a star. Wow, not the not the worst review for no. this this one. It could be a dud. Uh, no, there was a negative. Yeah, there was a negative one, wasn't there? No, or, I think, or was that I a negative, negative half? Negative half, yeah, negative half. But yeah, so he, he didn't he didn't like that one. Um, so we go to the main event. Okay, right, here's, this is the this is where we're getting the backstory for where yeah. they're in this the smaller venue. So. There's a couple places that I could start here. Uh, the main event, let's just say, is between Sergeant Slaughter and Hulk Hogan. Okay. Sergeant Slaughter just got off of his G.I. Joe stuff. Okay. Uh, he was a character on the show. Right. He w- He had his own action figure. And five years earlier when all this stuff was going down, apparently... From what the rumors are, uh, Vince McMahon wanted part of that deal, and he's like, no, this is me. There was a dispute, and Sergeant Slaughter left. He was doing some other stuff in some other companies, but he was mostly doing other stuff. With and so he, he, had, he had the rights to his character, so yeah. he took his character. He and, took his character okay. and left. Uh, so th- at this time, he was like, hey, I want to come back. I, I want to come back. And... G.I. Joe was pretty popping back in the day. So him coming back was huge. And it made sense to put him at WrestleMania with Hulk Hogan. Right. Because that's a big, that's a big, big move there. That gets Uh, a lot of kids interested too. So here's what's going on. Who has a lot of money to spend? Kids, parents. Yes. Here's what's going on. Okay. So. They come up with this storyline before Sergeant Slaughter even comes in that the main event is going to be basically there was a tension in Iraq at the time. Yes, there was a tension at the time. Always. Well, it it was more. It was the first. It was the first Gulf War. Yeah. Yeah, And this is when they were coming up with the storyline. It was pre Gulf War, but it was just like, hey, there's this asshole over here. There was tension. Right, okay. Kind of like a few years ago when there was tension with Russia, uh, w- when there was tension with Russia, they did some Russian angles there. Just because right. there's tension, there's not a war going on, right? Um, so they were doing they were doing this uh, they were doing this angle, and basically they wanted a Kurt angle, a, a Kurt, Kurt angle. angle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So basically, they wanted a guy that. <laughs> sympathized with Iraq versus the all-American Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. Uh, Now, the original original, uh, idea was that they were going to put Tugboat in that position (laughs) and call him Tugboat Sheik. (laughs) Okay. Or Sheik Tugboat. Yeah. Yeah, Neither one works, but okay. Neither one works. I will say another thing. They have a a character called Iron Sheik. Right? Yeah, like at, he was no longer at the he company. He was no longer at yeah. the company. Okay. He wasn't at the company. There was something going on at that time. But uh, he was no longer there. So 
I will say they also I, – I need to say this because I think it's pretty cool. Uh, over the summer, there was a whole thing where Hulk Hogan wasn't around and Tugboat was like – Tugboat urged fans to write letters to the WWE their WWF to get bring Hulk Hogan back and he was going to come back anyway. Yeah. This whole campaign was that so they could send you catalogs. So they just basically collected addresses. This was that was the whole thing. Oh, those bastards. Kind of smart. Oh, yeah, it's a great thing to do well, if you I don't mean, mind screwing over people with no, junk mail. No, but that's mail. like that's that's why, like, whenever you sign up for, like, a sweepstakes or something, like, yeah. whenever they have, like, a car at the mall, yeah, they, ha- they, they put your address because then you just get put on mailing lists. Yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of what that's kind of what they did. So, uh, Tugboat was in the picture, and then they were going to have him turn and side with Iraq, but then Sergeant Slaughter came in. They're like, no, this is, this is what's going to go happen now. And thankfully they did. Now they told Sergeant Slaughter this is what they're going to do, and he loved the idea. He okay. Was like, he, he was, was behind like, that He was one? behind it. So... Even with all of that GI Joe money, yeah, he was like, so "Oh, like, this oh. is good. This could." And that's really... kind of what wrestling was. You needed yeah. that type of. They used real life conflicts and exploited them. Uh, so they they have him turn on America and sympathize with Iraq, mm-hmm. and he keeps coming out with not really a. I guess you could say a manager of sorts. But his name was General Adnan. Okay. Uh, the guy in real life is from Iraq. In real life was neighbors with Saddam Hussein <laughs> when he was kids. <laughs> right. And, like, went to school with him and uh-huh. maybe was friends with him. I don't know. But, uh, but like, really knew Saddam Hussein. So they were He's getting like, close I to I had him. snack time with him in first grade. <laughs> the guy's, like, 40. <laughs> no- yeah. Um, so... <laughs> They were going, uh, so yeah, they, they, so he's this Iraqi sympathizer, uh, and at the Royal Rumble, Slaughter wins the title from, uh, Ultimate Warrior. Okay. So now this Iraqi sympathizer has the world title. Right. Uh, at that same time, we're declaring war. Uh The same time yeah like no when the match is going on like it's that that it's, moment yeah it's they that just, moment it's the, the, all of a sudden it's this not guy... happening like oh it's like the same week it's literally yes. the so, same honestly, time honestly if it would have happened three days earlier they might not have started that angle yeah they might not have started that angle but then it started then you have this iraqi sympathizer who has the title and they're like well now we gotta finish this right we can't just we're not gonna abandon it. We're just gonna finish it. Uh, this leads to death threats and bomb threats. Uh, people are uh, the slaughter had to hire security guards. People are de- threatening his life. Right. Uh, there are also a lot of bomb threats, and there are bomb threats to the L.A. Coliseum. Now, there's a couple stories here. One is that they didn't sell a lot of tickets because the storyline just people thought it was tasteless, and it w- it is. Uh, people thought it was tasteless, <laughs> so they only sold 16,000 seats, apparently. Okay. And But what they, were, what they say is the real story, WWF says, no, there was bomb threats, and that LA Coliseum is an open-air arena. Oh, yeah. Security can't be that good there there was a couple things going on so they were like like we need to figure out something else okay and so they went to a smaller arena but that wasn't open air it wasn't open air it's closed it, it was a dome uh <laughs> of sense and uh it was a dome so they went to the smaller arena and they go yeah it was weird because people had already bought tickets and then people were coming up to la coliseum saying i'm supposed to be in this section or not LA Coliseum, but the other place. Right. I'm supposed to be in this section, the LA Coliseum. Where am I now? And they're like, oh, yeah, good point. Uh, <laughs> like it, it was just kind of. plan ahead. They, they did a little bit. Like, they even planned ahead. Like, if people couldn't get in, they had another location that and they bought another smaller arena to do a live circuit if people couldn't get in. Huh. And I'm sure they refunded them or something, but because they don't really do that. But right. yeah. Uh, so. That was the whole 
they had to move it because of security issues. So then Hulk challenges him for America. Oh, for America? Yeah. Oh, we man. bring out our three celebrities again. Uh, guest ring announcer is Alex Trebek. Guest timekeeper is Marla Maples. And Regis is on commentary Ooh. with Bobby the Brain Heenan. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and Gorilla Monsoon. Uh, so he's just joining them on commentary. Uh so yeah, main event: Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter with Gen- General Adnan in his corner. Uh, Hulk comes out with the American flag, of course. Uh, starts. Is the, that his manager? Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm gonna say another thing. Uh, on the Bruce Pitchard pod- podcast, I go. We could have gone farther, and people were actually suggesting to go farther, and we did not. Like at that time, it was legal to burn an American flag. Uh, well, it, it just became legal. At that time. Yeah. And uh, Jesse Ventura was the guy that actually said, you guys should do that. (laughs) Who at the time was a mayor. Right. Got elected to be mayor. (laughs) And so it was like, they they said no, and they burned a Hulkamania flag. Okay. So, I mean, they did so, they held a couple punches. But, uh, so, it starts the way you think. You know, uh, Adnan gets involved outside the ring. Slaughter uh, hits Hulk with a chair. Hulk no-sells, as he does. Aw. The more interesting thing that's going on is the commentary, uh, where uh, Heenan's just doing his thing, and he's in... I think they did something that Tuesday night on USA or something, but he's inviting Regis to his... He goes... Hey, Regis, do you want to come to my party? And he was like, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm busy that night or something. And and then he goes, maybe Kathy Lee can come. And he just goes, I'm sorry, we're full. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. But, like, they're doing that while the main event's happening, which tells you how boring the main event is. Right. Uh, so I remember I remember Slaughter used to stomp around and be like, My steel toed boots. I blah, love Slaughter, blah, blah. but like this was like, just a bad thing for him. Uh nothing spectacular, pretty standard championship match. Uh another well, the- chair gets involved. Hogan starts bleeding this time. Oh. So he's bleeding. Slaughter puts Hogan in the camo clutch. Yeah. That's what they call it, the camo clutch. And uh As soon as he does it, they turn invisible. Yeah. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> Hogan gets out, but is thrown into the turnbuckle as he gets out. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter then drapes the Iraq flag over Ho- Iraqi flag over Hogan and goes for the pin. Uh, Hogan kicks out and starts tearing the flag up. Oh man! Yeah. Oh, does he go all cocaine to maniac? A little bit. You know what? I will say this about Hulk's character. This. I think he switched to decaf a little bit. Did he? I, I think uh, Coke light. I Coke. think he, I, <laughs> Diet Coke. Oh, my God. It Diet was right Coke. there. Diet uh, Coke. Diet Coke, not a person. Uh, yeah, uh, I know. Jack just looked behind him. I was like, what? Um, all right. So then Hogan drops the leg on Slaughter and wins the championship. Hogan then waves the American flag, and that's the end of the show. Mm. Uh, extras. Bob Costas was supposed to be there, but said no way because it was tasteless. Uh, ah. Let's see. Yeah, already said that. Oh, Macho was gonna legit retire, uh, so he could work, so he could spend more time with Elizabeth, because I think the relationship was a little rocky. So he wanted to spend more time there. Uh, McMahon got to him and got him back about six months later. So <laughs> it was a semi-retirement. And he also was starting to do commentary yeah. and stuff. So they're like, okay, he's commentary. He's not going to wrestle anymore. And then finally he came back, which we all knew that wasn't going to last. Uh, this was also Demolition's last match as a tag team okay. as well. And that's it. That's WrestleMania 7. That's WrestleMania 7. The glory and uh, power. That and was shame. And shame. of And tastelessness. Uh, WrestleMania 8 around the corner. But that was it. That was WrestleMania 7, which almost tanked them. 
I mean, they had they had <laughs> yeah. to reduce size. They had to do a lot of things. Like it wasn't. They kept saying throughout the whole thing, "This is the biggest WrestleMania ever," and that was also one of the things they were saying. With uh, that was the first one that was broadcasted to USO troop no. U- through USO through troops. Okay. okay, I believe it is every year now. I believe it is like they they like they work a lot with the USO. So right. I believe it is, but that was the very first one. I- the thing I love about wrestling is they'll blatantly lie to you, right? <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> like, like. About, Where do you think Trump got most of his stuff? Right, like that, I was everything's just the about biggest. To say. Everything's the greatest. I mean, there's still Meltzer will tell you right now. There's no way there was ninety or a hundred and eight thousand people, hundred and two thousand people at uh at WrestleMania thirty two. Right. He's like. No, there was 95,000, which is still a lot. But uh, he's like, there was not that many. They just lied. Yeah, yeah. And so, okay, what, whatever. But, uh, but yeah, they, I mean, they'll, they'll do that. This is the greatest match ever. This is the biggest We've thing We've broken ever. this record. The yeah. record's been broken. Ah, so many people bought tickets. <laughs> this is the greatest match of all time. It's the greatest match. The greatest match. Goodbye. hey guys if you uh like this podcast please let us know uh subscribe on itunes also you can like our facebook page go to facebook and type in tales from the kayfabe uh tell us what you think of the show all that good stuff also helps uh if you leave like a comment and a a five-star rating on itunes and and your picture and your uh, home, and, address. And home address and home address and your, your social security number your VIN number and your mother's maiden name and blood type thank yep. you bye <laughs>